888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I'm your host Leslie Samuel from learningwithleslie.com. And as usual, I'm excited to record another episode for you today. Thank you for listening in. I got some stuff to share. Today's episode is entitled How to use Facebook to grow your online brand. Do you know who Facebook is? Because if you don't, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. <laughs> Facebook is the big player in, in, in social media today, social networking today. Oh man, everybody's on Facebook. Your mother, your father, your grandfather, your uncle, your aunt, <laughs> they're on Facebook. Last I checked, it was 600 billion users, but that was a few months back. And I didn't check the stats before I record this episode. I probably should have done that. Let's just say they have a lot of people and they're getting a lot more every day. So yeah, we're talking about social networking today. And um, it's a very interesting topic. It's one of the things that it's moving so quickly. And there's always so much to talk about in it because there's always something happening. Anyhow, before I get into the topic for today, let's get into our what's going on section. What is going on? Well, today for for the what's going on section, I'm going to be talking about blogs because, you know, I'm a blogger and I love blogging. And there's something that's interesting that's going on right now. Actually, you know what? (laughs) What's interesting? I'm recording this episode uh, right after the previous episode. You're probably listening to it a week after the previous one, but I just finished recording one, and now I'm recording another one. I don't know why I'm telling you that, but anyhow, that's um, some insight into the happenings in the Learning with Leslie Studios. (laughs) Anyhow, okay, so WordPress. You probably know of WordPress. If you've been through my seven-day boot camp, you know of WordPress. I am a big believer in WordPress. And when I say WordPress, I usually refer to WordPress.org. That is the self-hosted version of WordPress that you can install on your server and have a WordPress blog. So when you come to learningwithleslie.com and you see my blog, that's because you're looking at WordPress which is free, which I installed on my hosting account, and I can blog from there. Now, there's also a free version of WordPress that is not self-hosted, and you can just go to WordPress.com. So this is WordPress.com, not .org, and you can sign up for a blog. And if I were to do that, which is something I don't recommend if you are trying to build an online business or anything of the sort, Actually, I don't recommend using WordPress.com at all um, because, I mean, it's so cheap to get your own self-hosted version. Anyhow, but WordPress is the major player when it comes, or it has been the major player when it comes to blogging. Now, Tumblr. (laughs) Tumblr is a new kid on the block, relatively speaking. 
T-U-M-B-L-R.com. And Tumblr is also a free blogging platform. And Tumblr is only four years old. WordPress is eight years old. And what's interesting is Tumblr has just surpassed WordPress in the number of blogs. 20.8 million blogs, over 20.8 million blogs hosted on Tumblr as opposed to over 20.7 million on WordPress, which is very impressive for Tumblr to come in in such a short time and do so much. That That's just mind-blowing. That's awesome stuff. And you know what? When I saw that, I wasn't too surprised. And this is why I wasn't too surprised. You have people like Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, author of Crush It! and The Thank You Economy, who, who I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, Gary. And he promotes Tumblr. If you read his books, he talks about Tumblr and he says that they're the next, the, the next big thing, at least one of the next big things that, that's out there. And with someone like him, who is a, a, a big um, a voice in social media, social networking, and all of that stuff, it's not surprising to see a bunch of people jumping on Tumblr as a result of that. Now, of course, that's not the only factor. The guys at Tumblr, they know what they're doing. They have a, a, a pretty solid system set up there. One of the interesting things about Tumblr is that you can go to their site and get a free blog, and if you just purchase a domain name, um, whatever your domain name is, you can actually use their hosting for free. Isn't that interesting? It's not like WordPress.com. I mean, yes, with WordPress.com, you get hosting for free, but it would be learningwithlesley.wordpress.com. I can have learningwithlesley.com and have that be a Tumblr blog that Tumblr hosts for me free of charge. And that's what makes it kind of attractive. Now, I, I'm still... Yeah, I have a Tumblr account. I just I signed up for one a, a while back and I checked it out and it's pretty nice. But I I'm I'm partial, I guess. Um I, I love WordPress. WordPress has some awesome features. Um it's more developed in terms of um the open source community and have a bu having a bunch of people out there that develop all kinds of plugins for it that you can use. Um so I'm 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 sticking with WordPress, definitely. But Tumblr is a force to be reckoned with, and it's a viable option if you want to start an online business um, and you don't want to pay for hosting. I guess that's a good way to go. You still have to pay for your domain name, but you don't have to pay for hosting. I rather own everything. I don't like when someone owns my content because, as we have seen in the past, they can decide, ah, I don't like your content anymore. I am flipping the switch and you are gone. <laughs> and I like to be the only person with a switch <laughs> when it comes to my online business. Um, so there you have it. That's what's going on for today. Now let's get into the content. We are talking about Facebook. Facebook is my social networking site of choice. It is the one that I love. It is the one that most of my friends love. I have not gotten as much into Twitter as I have into Facebook. I think Facebook rocks. Now, I also think that Facebook is of the devil. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm exaggerating there a little bit. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, very intelligent guy. Um, but, you know, they have their issues there with privacy. 
their philosophy is that everything should be out in the open. And um, they, they, they definitely promote that. <laughs> oh, man, you could find out so much about people on Facebook. Sometimes too much. I don't want to know when you're on the toilet or, <laughs> or well, you know, it's all kind of stuff you read on Facebook and you're like, I do not need to know that. I'm not going to front. Sometimes I post stuff that people don't need to know. But I guess that's the nature of the beast. So let's talk about how to use Facebook to grow your online brand. Facebook can be very good for your online brand. It is where the, 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 where, where the masses are. So if the masses are there, it's a good idea to get your stuff in front of the masses. And, and, and you have people on Facebook that have a varied, I mean, varied interests. They're interested in all kinds of stuff because it's just regular people on there. So, you know, if your business or your service or your website or your blog, whatever you're doing, appeals to people, you will find people on Facebook that it will appeal to. So I want to talk about how to effectively use Facebook. I guess that's a better name. I'm going to call it that. I'm typing it in right now. How to use Facebook effectively to grow your online brand, your online business, your online presence in general. Now, uh, when I first set up a Facebook account, I got into it. I started adding friends and, you know, it was awesome. And then I thought about doing it using my Facebook account with my business. But here's the thing. I, I know that I was getting into internet marketing and I know that the internet marketing community can be quite spammy and... I did not want to do that on my personal account. I didn't want to expose my friends to that kind of stuff in case it didn't work out, in case uh, people started spamming my Facebook page, which has happened to me. Um, so I wanted to keep business and personal life separate, even on Facebook. So if someone comes to Learning with Leslie and I don't know that person and they try to find me on Facebook and they add me as a friend... I usually don't add them unless I know them personally because I reserve that for my personal stuff. So what I decided to do back in the days when I was called the freebie guy, I decided to set up a Facebook account that was called the freebie guy. So under the name, the freebie guy, I did that for a while, but eventually I decided to close it. And the reason why I decided to close it was, um, well, I was no longer the freebie guy. That's one. But I decided that when it comes to online business, I wanted to use a fan page because fan pages are kind of like Facebook accounts, but you can um, have multiple fa fan pages and you can administrate them. You can administer, administer, you can be an administrator, administrator, <laughs> I can't speak English. Uh, you can manage them all from your one Facebook account. And that, to me, was the way to go. I wanted to keep my business separate. And, you know, I, I haven't set up a, a Learning with Leslie fan page or anything of that sort, but I am using Facebook now more for my interactive biology website. And it is doing well for me. I mean, my, my main source of traffic is... Um, Google, of course, and then the next one would be YouTube. But then you know what? Facebook is starting to climb those ranks. And that's a very exciting thing for me. Um, 
so let, let's see. Google in the last 30 days have sent me 5,152 visits. YouTube has sent me 1,083 visits. So, so that's about almost 10% of my traffic. 9.65% of my traffic comes from YouTube. And then Facebook never used to send me traffic. But now that I've started using Facebook and figuring out some strategies... Facebook is sending me 5.48% of my traffic. So 615 visits in the last 30 days. Now my traffic has been down in the last 30 days because school is out and not many people, not as many people, still a lot of people um, are visiting um, biology websites. Now they're on summer break and they're just chilling. But Facebook is climbing because I'm figuring out some strategies to make Facebook work for me. And that's exciting stuff. So I'm going to share some of those strategies with you. First thing I want to cover, though, you know, we have there are Facebook groups and Facebook pages. Well, before I say that, I want to recommend what I did. Do not use your personal account for your business unless you're not using Facebook for your personal account. If, if you're just using it as a business, then you might want to consider using it that way. But even so. I would recommend for you not to use just an account. I would recommend for you to use a page. Second thing, um, you know, you have Facebook groups and you have Facebook pages. If you are trying to grow an online brand, you're trying to build an online business, or you have a website that you want to get exposure from using Facebook, I would recommend staying away from groups. Now, the reason I say that, a Facebook group is different than a Facebook fan page. And what groups are, are typically for is for members of a group or an organization to connect with each other. So if we're in a business and I want to communicate with um, other people that are in my company or something of that sort, I set up a group and we can connect with each other. But that's not something that you want to use for growing an online brand. Uh, or, or to, to develop your online brand for if you have an organization and a uh, business uh, or anything of that sort and you want to connect with people that are out there that can be fans, quote unquote, you want to use a fan page for that. Now, uh, the benefit of a, of a group, sorry, if you're using a group is that you can send mass messages. Um, you can send a message that goes to all of the members' inboxes on Facebook um, you can also restrict membership. So if you only want the people in your organization to be in there, um, you can do it that way. You can make it a closed group. And that's some of the reasons why people use groups. But I see a number of people starting groups for their online business, and it's not something I recommend. I'm not the Facebook guru or anything, but just based on my research, I would recommend for you to stay away from groups. So, Pages, some of the other benefits of having a page, it's kind of like a regular Facebook account. At least it looks like one, um, except you don't add someone as a friend. You, Someone likes your page, okay? So that's a little different. But when you make a post on your Facebook fan page, it appears in the regular Facebook news feed. Um, so if someone likes your page, it shows up as if one of their friends is making a post. Um, you can also install a number of apps, you can get metrics in terms of how engaged your followers are, your fans are. And you can get vanity URLs, which is very important if you're growing a brand, in my opinion. For example, um, my Facebook fan page for my biology site is facebook.com slash interactive biology. And that's just, that just sounds 
much better than if you have, for example, facebook.com um, slash home.php, blah, 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 group 1625.89, blah, blah, blah. All, you know, just telling someone to go to facebook.com slash interactive biology, that's the way to go. Now, you can't get a vanity URL until you have a certain number of followers, a certain number of fans. I keep saying follower, and that's on Twitter. <laughs> Let's not get that mixed up. Um, and uh, depending on when you listen to this, that might be a little different. When I um, got my Facebook fan page, I needed to get 40 fans before I could um, get a vanity URL. And right now, if I go to my page... I have 522 fans, and that number is growing every day. Oh, wait, no, it just went down. Someone just <laughs> someone just unliked my page. <laughs> it was 522, and now it's 521. Oh, how sad. But by tomorrow, it'll probably be 526 or something of that sort. It's growing consistently, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Okay, so... We've established that pages is the way to go. You don't want to go with groups. Um, you most likely don't want to use your personal account in, in terms of just having people add you as a friend. Now, okay, so once we've gone on from that, the next thing that you need to do if you're setting up a Facebook fan page is you want to fill in all of the info that you have um, related to your your business, your website address, not, not all your info that you have, but all of the relevant info. So in the info page, um, you want to put your website address, if that's what you're doing, a description of your site, an overview. If you have a mission, you can put that there. If you have an email address, you want to put that all there because you don't want someone to come to your fan page and go to find out information and there's no information for them. That's just not the way to go. <laughs> Um, so make sure to include that. Um, it, it's really simple. It takes a minute to, for you to enter that information. So don't make the mistake of not putting all those descriptive things, the basic information about your site. You want to do that. So that's the first thing I want to say. Um, next thing, uh, your fan page photo says a lot. So when you come to your site, when someone comes to your fan page, there's a picture that appears in the top left. Put something there that is relevant to your business. Put something there that captures someone's attention. Um, if you go to my fan page, check it out. Um, Facebook.com slash interactive biology. You'll see that I have something that matches the theme of my website. It has my logo there. And then it also has the URL interactive-biology.com. And then it has a... a I, I've highlighted the features of the site, so I have videos, handouts, quizzes, games. And when someone comes to the site, to my fan page, they have a good idea of what they're getting just by looking at the picture. And you want to take advantage of that because that really does help. Um, it's good for it to be consistent with your brand. Um, so if you can do that, um, that'd be great. If not, you know, put something up there that's a nice picture that is relevant to what you're doing. And then you can add some other pictures at the top. And uh, as relevant as possible, that's always the best way to go. Now, 
the next thing is, how do you get people to like your page? Now, there are a number of different ways that you can do that. And I'm going to recommend a few. First thing I'm going to recommend is, um, well, you, no, let me take this one first. First thing I want to recommend, the, the best thing you can do, in my opinion, to get someone, once they're at your page, to click on that like button is to give them a reason. They need to have a reason for liking your page because people aren't just going to like your page because they know you and they like you. They might not know you. So you want to give them a reason to want to like your page. Now, if you go to my Facebook fan page, for example, I have it set up where it entices you to click on the like button. Okay, so there, it, 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 it shows you that there's a video that you can watch, but you can only watch the video if you click on that like button. And that's something that can be complicated to set up or it can be relatively easy to set up depending on whether you use the complicated way or the easy way. Um, if you know a lot about HTML and so on, you can figure it out. Or I was doing some research and some searching online and I found something um, that's called the Facebook, I mean, the fan page generator. And the fan page generator is a WordPress plugin. And, oh man, it's so easy because what it does, you don't have to know anything about HTML. You don't have to know anything about how to set all these different things up. You can just make a page in WordPress and then link that page to your Facebook fan page. And you can specify, I mean, if you know how to make a blog post, you can make a blog post and you can say, I want this section to be shown if the person does not like the page. And if they click on like, I want this section to be shown. And there are videos that come with it um, that show you how to set it up. And it's a plugin that I highly recommend anyone getting. Um, so I, I would check it out. It, it, let's see, how much does it cost? Okay, at the time I'm recording this, it costs $77. But my other option would have been either trying to figure out how, how to do it or hire someone to do it. This way, I have the plugin. I can install it on my WordPress site. And I know how to make a blog post. So I know how to make a fan page, um, the welcome page, the splash page that people see when they come to that fan page. And then I can just hide certain sections unless they are a fan of that page. Right now, it's for $77. So if this is something that, if you're, if you're thinking about getting into um, uh, Facebook and having a fan page, definitely get the fan page generator. You can get it from learningwithlesley.com slash fan page gen. That's F-A-N-P-A-G-E-G-E-N, fan page gen. Now, of course, that's that's an affiliate link. So if you use that link, I do get a commission. So I just want to let you know that. But I am really promoting this because uh, it helped me. <laughs> I, 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 my fan page would not be the way that it is right now if I did not use that. So definitely highly recommended. I haven't found anything else like this. Um, I found some other stuff where you can use different systems. And, uh, you know, I'm very familiar with WordPress. And I didn't want to learn anything new. So I just use that fan page generator. So once again, learningwithlesley.com slash fan page gen. Of course, I'll have a link to that 
in the show notes. And um, yeah, let's continue. So that's how you get someone to like your page. Now, after you have a certain number of people that like your page, I would recommend putting a fan box in the sidebar of your blog. If you have a WordPress blog, you can get a, a plugin or you can go to the, the Facebook developer site. Not the Facebook developer site. Where do you get the fan page? Um, fan box for Facebook. Sorry, I'm not as prepared for this one. Um, yeah, the developers page. Um, the light box. Okay, I'm going to include uh, a link to that also in the show notes. Um, but you can get that light box and put it in your sidebar so that when someone comes to your website, they can see, hey, these people are fans of your page and they can click like from there and they become a fan. It makes it easy. Um, and it is at the Facebook developer site. I'll include a link in the sh show notes. Or you can do a search in Google for Facebook like box and you will get that. So that's another way to get people to sign up. Uh, of course, then you can you can run Facebook ads. I have done that and seen some some success. <laughs> Slip of the tongue there. Um, some success with that. But of course, that costs money. If you have a budget for that, you can do that. If not, there are free ways of getting um, people to like your your page. Definitely have it on your website. Have your like box there for people to for people to just click on like. So there you have it. That's that part. Now. Here's the thing. Once someone is your fan, it's your job to keep them engaged. Your job is not to just give them a bunch of links and say, hey, buy this, buy that. That's not what the purpose of your fan page is. Yes, once in a while you want to share links. But the main thing you want to do there is engage with your fans. You want the people to, you want to be there. You want them to see you as someone that's there that always has something relevant to talk about, someone that's actively engaged in discussion with them. That is very important. So what I would, what I want to tell you is that you want to post consistently. And these posts, uh, it's not all about sending links. It's about engaging people. What is your, what is your, um, what is your niche? What's your website about? Is it about biology? If it's about biology and um, you know a bunch of fascinating biology facts, that's something that I've done. I've said, I, every once in a while, I say, hey, um, here's today's fascinating fact. And uh, let me just read one of them here I'm on my Facebook fan page. So I'm gonna, let's see. Okay, so today's fascinating fact only female mosquitoes bite people. <laughs> And then I went on, I said, I put in parentheses, no comment, LOL. And that started a discussion. Um, people started talking about that. And, you know, I made a joke that um, if only females bite, then they should only bite females. It seems only fair. And, you know, that, that caused a conversation there. And that's the type of things you want to do. You want to engage with people. Um, if you're doing stuff at your website, you can talk about some of the stuff you're doing. For example... I, I have one here. I just finished recording a video on the cardiac cycle. I'm going to record another one on cardiac output and hoping to release video, two videos tomorrow. And that's something that people started liking and re responding to. And, you know, you're interacting with people. How often should you interact? Often. Well, at least once a day. If you can interact every day, you can post something every day. Now, I haven't posted every day, but I try to... 
um, be consistent. Okay, so um, post some interesting information um, on a regular basis. Interact with the people that are fans. Ask them questions. That's a big one. Um, and that really does help a lot. So what we're talking about now is all interaction. So I'll give some other tips for interaction. You want to make posts that encourage your followers to do something, for example. Uh, the like button on, on Facebook, that's a big thing. So if you make a post that says, click like if dot, 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 that's always a good thing. Click like if... Oh. I'm struggling. I'm, I'm, I'm stuttering over my tongue now. Um, click like if you want me to record two videos tomorrow. Okay, that's something that people will respond to. Well, hopefully they'll respond to. Um, click like if you think that you should dot, dot, dot. Okay, what kind of interesting thing that can you talk about? What, what's controversial in your field? For example, I did one... Um, click like if you're an evolutionist. Now that's a big topic. Or click like if you're a creationist. And you can see, you can, you can get some information about um, who your audience is. That's a, that's a good way to do it. Another idea is fill in the blanks. That is always a good thing to do. Um, for example, um, the next biology series I want to see is dot, dot, dot. And you have them fill in the blanks. So you can see I have someone that said homeostasis. And the next one said endocrine system. The next one said cardiac output, mean arterial pressure, and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, if you're, you're asking them to be involved, fill in the blanks. Let me know what you're thinking. I did one when I first started um, studying about these techniques. I think I did something like my favorite area of biology is dot 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 and i and i put fill in the blanks okay so fill in the blanks my favorite post my favorite topic in biology is dot 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 and then i had them fill in the blanks and then you have people coming in and saying microbiology neurobiology dot 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 so you see that's an that's another good way of getting people to interact with your Facebook fan page. Asking them to fill in the blanks. Ask them a question. What do you think about dot, dot, dot? It's really simple. You see how it makes sense? It's all about uh, facilitating discussion. You want to have conversations with your fans. And by doing these type of things and not just sharing a bunch of links... By asking questions, by having them fill in the blanks, by asking them to click like or posting information that is relevant, interesting, maybe even controversial that can start a discussion. These are all things that you can do to encourage engagement when it comes to your Facebook fan page. So we're getting them to the fan page. We're engaging them in the fan page. And of course, in the resources section, in the information section, it has all of the information that they need in order to get access to whatever your business is, whatever it is you have to offer. That's really what it's all about. You want to keep them engaged. I hope that helps. Since I started using these techniques, engagement has gone up on my site significantly. I used to make posts and no one used to respond. And it made me feel like people weren't really 
engaged. But then I went, I, I, I did some research and I went through a course and I did some reading. And from one day to the next, literally, I started doing some of these things and I started seeing much more engagement. So th these things work. Check it out. Try it out if you are on Facebook, if you have a fan page. And then let me know how it works for you. Because you know what? I want to know. I want to know if this is helping. So let me know if it's helping. That's pretty much all for this episode. I want to encourage you to call the hotline. Of course, I'm going to play that at the end. Call in all your internet marketing questions. Anything relating to online business, social media, website setup anything of the sort. So that's all for this episode. Take care and God bless.